Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, no, Sherry, on these are not pajama pants. These are 90s workout pants. So basically, yes, pajama pants. We're going to LO Cool J. We're going to LO Cool J this motherfucker. One leg up. All right. Uh, is everybody ready to start the show? Fuck yeah. All right, Billy. Yes. We are going to continue with dad jokes from the dad joke book. Matt. Yo. I'm not getting any closer to you. No. Not, you not. Hold the mic. <laughs> I can hold your mic. I'm not sitting closer to you. Come to daddy. Don't do that because then you won't hold the mic. I know. All right. Where did I leave off last time? Page <laughs> three. Numbers. Just fold the pages so we know when. I will. When the phone is ringing, Dad says, "If it's not, if it's for me, don't answer it." That's what it says. I don't get it. I don't either. Yeah, that's not. Read a good it one. again. When the phone is ringing, Dad says, "If it's for me, don't answer it." I don't get that one. Flip the page over. Was there more on the other side? No, nope. there's just another joke right below it. Okay. Here's a classic. Everybody knows. I'm on a seafood diet. Seafood, I eat it. Oh, God. They were bangers last week. Yeah, they were. Uh, <laughs> all right. He's right. I do have to get closer, unfortunately. Move that ass, boy. Move that ass. Kid. Hey, I was thinking. Dad, I thought I smelled something burning. Ah, that's <laughs> a good one. Uh, Roasted. My dad's definitely used that one on me before. Did you hear about the guy... Who invented lifesavers? No. <laughs> they say he made a mint. Next one. Oh, all right. Here we go. <laughs> I've officially run out of toilet paper, and I'm now using lettuce leaves to wipe my rear end. Judging by the way this year has gone, I fear this is just the tip of the iceberg. Can we start the show now? <laughs> I, got, I got a joke. What the fuck? Did the light bulb go out? It shouldn't have. Go ahead, Q. Mine's, your joke. Maybe it did. Mine's, really a little, mine's a little bit longer, so if his is shorter, he should go first. Is it shorter? Uh, medium length, so yeah, I'll go first. So um, right. I was over at my parents' house. My sister was trying on some clothes, and uh, she asked me if this one outfit made her look fat. I said, no, it does not make <coughs> you look fat. just makes you look more visible. Please tell your joke, Q. Please tell your goddamn joke. <laughs> Welcome to Digging Your Own okay. Grave with Matt. Okay, so this is guy, John. And I'll tell you where I got the joke for after, but first I'm just going to tell it. There's, there's this guy, John, and he's fucking his wife, right? Just giving it to her. But he can't make her orgasm. can never make her come. So eventually he goes to the doctor. He's like, Doc, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I just, I just can't do it. I can't make her come. So the doctor tells John, you know what? Sometimes if their body gets too hot... They can't orgasm or they can't fully get there. So maybe try getting some AC or some air conditioning in there, cool her off, maybe it'll make her come. He's like, oh, that's a great idea. So he comes up with this brilliant idea. He doesn't have AC at his house. So he invites his buddy Steve over to waft a towel over while they're having sex. He's like, oh, this will do it. This will make her come for sure. So they're, they're going at it. Steve's wafting the shit out of this towel. Wife, still not coming. Can't get there. He's like, oh, fuck. You know what, Steve, let's trade. Trade places and we'll see what happens. So John starts waffing the towel, and Steve starts fucking his wife. Within a minute, she busts. Orgasms comes. John turns to Steve, looks him dead in the eyes, and goes, and that's how you waff a towel. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Where'd you get Shout that Shout out one to uh, Bo Burnham for that joke. Oh, that's such a good, yep. Okay, that sounds like a Bo Burnham joke. Everybody oh, ready? I thought you waffed the towel. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, let's go. You're now listening to the most mediocre podcast on the planet. Honestly oversharing. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. Oh my god. Oh my god. What the fuck is up, everybody? It is another episode of the most mediocre podcast on the planet. Honestly, oversharing. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. It is the episode before 4th of July, which also means that it is the last episode of the month. So today, 
marks another wellness week. We got a great episode here for you today. Uh, before we get into it, though, we are going to drink some alcoholic beverages. I brought the beer today. I brought uh, Griffin Claw, which is a brewery in Rochester, Michigan, uh, which is actually kind of cool. I live like right down the street from it. Q? Is it a house in Harry Potter, too? or Yes. I so you don't hit them all. Let's move on. Go ahead. Anyway, um, it is called El Ligero. I love you so much. Kid. El Ligero. It is a Mexican style lager with fresh lime. Matt, go ahead. El Ligero is a crisp Mexican lager brewed with lime that's just so fresh and so clean, clean. That's the description. That, that's the description. That's all they gave me. Uh, it's a four point five. Uh, ABV and 10 IBU. I've had this beer before. Um, gotta cut my nails. Apparently, it fucking hurt. Um, it's uh, it's good. Actually, tastes it's pretty good today. Huh? It's a great description you gave it. Well, I was gonna take another sip. It's actually really fucking good today. The it's got a little bit of salt and a little bit of lime in it. it definitely looks like cat piss. Oh my God. Um, but uh like that's what my pee looks like on a daily basis because I don't drink enough water. Um but uh it's it's good. It the lime, you can really taste the lime. Mm-hmm. Um some Mexican beers get like really skunky really quick, but this one like actually like withstands like you can actually sip it the entire time without it like tasting weird and like metal, like metal at the end of it. I taste some metal in it, but it tastes somewhat like that shitty cucumber beer you brought, but better. Good description, Matt. Yeah. Billy? Oh, here's the thing. It doesn't taste anything like that cucumber beer, first off. Secondly, I don't really taste the lime, but I do get the salt. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I could good. definitely drink this on a nice hot summer day. Fuck yeah. Which I might do up north. There you go. Um, um, it, out of 10. I'd say about 7.5. You guys are giving high scores lately. Go ahead. I gave like a three something last week. Oh, I guess you did. Yeah. No, no. Uh, I'm going to go six, four. I was going to go five, nine. Middle of the pack. Nothing too special. Yeah. Just a, a good beer. Um, Q, we uh, have now decided uh, because it's really hard to find <laughs> the same beer every week. So what Q is going to start doing was doing what we're doing, but in his state. So he's going to find beers uh, from Kansas City, Kansas, like all over the place uh, from where he's at. Um, Q, what did you bring for us today? Uh, yeah, a.k.a. Better Beers. So what we brought this time was... Uh, better Beers, from... worse barbecue. Go ahead. Hey, 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 hey. Shot did fired. I talk during your segment? Did I talk during your segment? You picked your Shut nose. Yapper. Yapper. Touche. Okay, so what we brought this week is another Boulevard Brewing Classic. Now, I did steal this from my roommate. I've never had it before, so we'll see what happens here. I feel like karma's going to come around to bite me, and it's going to taste like asshole. So I guess there's only one way to find out. This one this week is Boulevard Brewing Co. Tropic Slam. Slam, 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 slam. In the Tropic Slam is ale with guava, pineapple, orange, and other natural flavors. Yeah, that's all I got in regards to the description. Let's just pop this on, bitch, and see what happens. See if we can get a crisp open here. You probably can't hear it. Yeah, your nope. mic has a crazy limiter on it. Hell yeah. You can take her. Link. Link okay. sighting. Link's debut. Hey, Link, you want to say hi? He's already downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fast motherfucker right there. Dude, he don't fuck around. Um, so... Uh, one taste. Everybody knows some of the outlines and boundaries. <laughs> Flex the guns while you do it. What guns? <laughs> Spaghetti noodles? Oh, no. Prego. That's his new nickname. Prego. <laughs> this tastes like a Capri Sun in a can, and I love it. Really? Stop. It can't oh, be super phenomenal. strong. It's a tart tropical twist. Tea cubed. Oh, my God. See, I'm that a big fan of sours, like tart beers. Oh, yeah. Really sours big fan of those. So, like, this, that's yeah, kind of so like that. When it comes to Ippas, I'm not a fan. I don't like that super hoppy taste. I like a little bit of sweetness to it. Like, my background, I got a job in high school at a candy store on purpose. So, I love the sweetness of things. 
So this Tropic Slam is right up my alley. You what? taste the guava, pineapple, and orange. I'm gonna give this one out of ten. I think I gave my I think I gave my favorite beer, which was the Kona Big Wave, a seven nine. I'm gonna give this a seven eight nine. This is phenomenal. This is a really good beer that I really really enjoy on a hot crisp day. You, Tropic Tropic Slam. I'm still <laughs> stuck work, on this. Brewing. You worked at a fucking candy store thing. Good. Hey 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 hey. All of our brewing. Good work. Proud of you. I didn't know candy stores were still around. They're all over. There. I was in high school, dipshit. Well, that was like three years ago. <laughs> it was a decade, dude. It was ten years. <laughs> well, that's it was a back when you still. That's it was all... back when you still went to the mall to slip a finger. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> Welcome to Sabaro, bitch. Give me that cooch. Sabaro's <laughs> was fire, though. Oh my god. Sabaro's was so good. It's I the only thing I got money my... for. Now let me finger you in the back back corner. <laughs> I would fold my pizza like a Ninja Turtle at Sabaro's. Best fucking pizza in mall history. What? How do you... F- oh, like fold it in half. Like New York style, yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. Fold it, okay. <laughs> I was like, fold it into the shape of a Ninja Turtle. I thought you had mad origami skills, bro. Like, I thought you were folding that pitch into a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> have, have you, like, hit anything yet? Like, do you yeah. need a puff? I feel like you need I can a buff. keep going if you'd like. I think you're just not there yet. Is it bad yeah. that he makes more sense the higher he gets? I, no. But like, to answer your question, good beer. Yeah, good. honestly, it sounds... Damn it. It sounds like I'd be really, really into it. Like, I'm really jealous. <laughs> this is a good beer, but I'd rather be drinking that one. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like you last week. <coughs> Scrumptious. Yeah. Big fan. It's uh, yeah, 7.89. You know, every time you, make scr- you say the word scrumptious, somebody in the United States gets... Uh, Gets um, goose pimples. Nailed it. It is that was great. Such a cringy word, and every time you say it, I like I. I'm like, oh, I hate that. Scrumptious is one of my favorite words, to say. <laughs> dude. You know what? Another word that fucking grinds my gears. Creamy. What? Really? Can't do it. Why? I can What'd you say, say it. I can say it, but like when some somebody, especially when they pronounce the C and the R a certain way, creamy? it makes me want to throw creamy? up all over myself. Say it. Creamy. Hold on. Hold on, you say it. Creamy? You say it. Creamy. <laughs> Do you say it? Creamy. <laughs> okay, no. You and Matt you and Matt are good. The the way the emphasis on the C and the R. Like where it's a really creamy. creamy. Like where you really pronounce the R in the cream. So does crunch bother you then? No, crunch is good. I think it's the M and the Y combo. And like the beginning mm-hmm. the ending combo and the beginning combo. Go ahead. I think I figured out what's going on and so weird right now. I don't think you guys are coming through your mics. I think you're coming through the camera. Really? Are you serious? I think so. I don't think you guys are coming through each other's microphones. Unless I'm my no, ears are not. fucking with me. No, we're not. We we I, are oh, we we are on Twitch. Or yeah, we are on Twitch, but not on your end. Oh, okay. So now I can hear you. Oh, so it was just you that was fucked. Oh, that's good. Well, at, at least, least you I mean, can hear us like you could hear good. us anyways, you know what I mean? I, occasionally I would the end of your sentences would drop off for me oh, like, what really? the fuck? that's annoying yeah, but now you're good now you yeah. sound great hey how about we do the show that we <laughs> normally do on Wednesdays that's on me I'm gonna... I thought this was going pretty good yeah. actually <laughs> <For one laughs> of <our> <laughs> we segued from <laughs> one of our tangents candy store to creamy creamy could <laughs> you guys read my shirt by the way when I change just to say, all I can see is yikes yeah what's it say under it yikes yikes England. <laughs> I like it. Oh, next week I'll have to wear my tank top. It's uh, a- Abraham uh, Lincoln, but it's Abra. I can't remember a- how they pronounce Abraham it. Lincoln. No, it, he's like he's like one, he's he's dressed like Rocky. Uh, with like swole, he's like swole as fuck. We got to trademark I, that though. Cute. What? The, the no, vape. that's on a t-shirt somewhere. Oh, I guarantee. Vaporham Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Lincoln. This this merch was all part of a drop when Pat McAfee was still with Barstool. When it was Barstool Heartland. This yeah. was their merch. Oh, hell he yeah. said that, the yikes. Drop. There's a clip of him saying yikes, England, 1776. They put it on a t-shirt. Fucking, I love this. I wear this every 4th of July. Oh, I think I ruined my monarchs today. I dug a hole, a couple holes in the ground to plant trees at my parents and then watered them right after and didn't realize that like I'll probably sink in this mud. As it gets wetter. So you just dad them up even more then. Right. Yeah, I think they're just better now. Yeah. yeah. yeah do whatever your other dad does and go buy another 60 pair of some sparkling <laughs> whites, baby. 
I'm gonna say you could do that or replace them with the the, the New Balance six two four. I might try I and mean, sell them on uh, on uh, online for like extra money Hang because on. they're all dead up that, already. Hugh's got a point. That's your OnlyFans account right Stop. there. Oh, selling That's selling shoes, selling or, like watching shoes. guys watching me get my shoes grass stained. There's feetfinder.com. Yep, feetfinder.com. Question. Yeah. I have webbed toes. That could go well. Here's what? what you need to do. Yep. Don't ask more questions. Stop it. Domain it. You Domain what? A, a whole ass website. Okay. You buy dad shoes. Mm-hmm. Dad the fuck out of them. Yeah. You're not here this week? Almost, listen. You're making... No, no, no. It's just going to be strict with you. Nobody else... Sorry, Billy. I was a really you. big asshole comment. I'm really apologizing. All you still fuck it. yourself. All I'm saying... <laughs> I will fuck you. What? Anyways, um... But you should dad them up yourself. You don't bring anybody in on this. Yeah. And you can make a fucking killing. We eBay, talked about this last eBay week. style, though. We talked about it Yes, yeah, we did. When? For like three minutes. When? Like at the beginning of the show. Nah, bullshit. I, 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 just, I just like posted it. Okay. Anyways, um, Wellness Week. <laughs> uh, so Wellness Week, we... Um, we wanted to talk about something that we kind of touched on last last month. Um, and it's expectations. Um, I think that, and I think we all agree, we all agree that, um, you are a hundred percent expected to do about six things in life. And if you don't hit them at an age that seems acceptable within society, you're often judged, looked at as a failure or like you and your eyes feel like you're a failure because you didn't hit these like milestones. Right. So the big ones are are graduate high school, graduate college, get a job, find a girl and settle down, um, get married, have a kid. And then like buy a house, like have your like forever home. (laughs) Yep. And I think you can throw the home thing in before, the marriage part too, I think nowadays it's shuffled around so much that you can. Do I just well, like not much, not much though. Like maybe They're one all or two a things. Few years. Yeah, yeah. And I want to hear from you guys what age you think you think that the get it graduate college, get a good job, find a girl, buy a house, get married, have a kid. Like, what age do you think that those things should happen at? I'll go first. So I think I think with the college thing, I think it's a little different for everybody. You can't really put an age on that. And the reason I say that is depending on what you go for, you know, career-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, doctorate, um, nursing, welding, CNC, uh, business, any type. There's always, like, so many years you have to do. And every single one has, its diff- has a different amount of years, right? Well, yeah. And then, like, teaching, you're always going back to finish. school. What I'm saying is, is so really, great addition, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> well, this week, guys. Um, <laughs> um, but like every like for college, so like honestly, it could it for that it depends. You don't really you can't really put an age on that. Um, I think when it comes to like, um, I would say your dream job, you could put somewhat of an age on that. Yeah. I would say. Probably twenty eight, twenty nine. You're thinking way deeper than I was thinking. Than I was. I thought. I just what like doing. graduate college, twenty one. Get find a girl. Okay. Kind of around that so, same age. So college couldn't put a couldn't put an age on it. Okay. Marriage, twenty nine. Um, house. Oh, okay. Probably a year after that, thirty. Okay. Um, dream job. Probably thirty. And then what never. were the other ones? Yeah, never be satisfied. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't really be satisfied with that. But well, no, no, no. I mean, though. like, dream job should be never. Nobody should ever expect to have their dream job. They should expect to just have a job, work it. Like, getting your dream job is the new American dream. The old American yeah. dream was a white picket fence and kids. The new American dream is having your dream job, loving what you do, and making money doing it. That's what it is. Be that, able to that, be yourself every single day without having to like stray from the pack. Yeah. Right. Because that's the thing. Like, I was always told, like, if you find the job that you love and you don't care if you get paid for it, then you found it. Dude, this fucking light, man. And it, like, turns on so abruptly, it hurts my eyeballs. 
Um, what I would like to to ask before we go further with this question is, th- these are all your your answers for right now, what you think your age should be in regards to yeah, it. I want yeah. you guys to tell me when you were growing up what you thought your age would be that's, when you hit these. That's, that's what I meant. So, like, yeah, that's what I for said. me, it's like, you know, graduate college, you're 20, 21. Um, you find a girl in that in that range, get married around, like, 24, 25, have a kid before, like, 29, um, you buy your, in my opinion, like buying your first house should become, should come before you even get married. Um, like right as like all that's happening, that should happen. And then like have a, fir- have a kid, have your first kid within the first like year and a half. And like, that's like, that's, and then like all the while you found and you have a really good stable job where you have room to grow, like with all, like within all of seven years you're supposed to find all that fucking shit like that's how i was brought up was like this is how this is the timeline in which you should follow i got some hot takes in regards to this subject and i can't so yeah dude i'm so ready to blow this whole fucking topic up how many beers you got over there enough matt you want to go ahead i'll go last i'm gonna blow Um, some shit out of the water so like growing up especially like once i got out of high school you know my i I can't tell you how many times it was that especially around like 24, 25, where my, where my mom was like, you know, me and your dad were married and had you by the time we were your age. Like, when, I'm, when am I going to become a grandma? Blah, blah, blah. So growing up, it was kind of like being out of college, having a good job, maybe not necessarily your dream job, but a good job by, by and having a house all by like 24. No, I just had a really good joke and oh. I didn't squander the opportunity. So it was like for me, yeah, it was for me, it was like twenty four was that age where you're supposed to have kind of everything set up, except for maybe the dream job thing. Like you're, you're but you're still working yeah. a good job by like twenty four years old. You should have a house. You should have a kid. You should have your maybe a degree. But it, it's like you should be well on your way to 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 having your you know your goals being where they want where you want them to be. Yeah, I agree with that. I think yeah. like everything happens. Like I think the turning point is twenty four. <laughs> like that that was how we were brought up. Twenty, twenty four, twenty five ish is like that's that's the turning point when things should start being like like cut into stone and stable, which I think is wild. First but it was foremost. a different. It was different, completely different back when our parents. were Well, that's what Q. Up. So Q was saying. Like back then, it was like. Get the significant other. Get the white picket fence. Who cares if you enjoy your job? Enjoy everything that happens outside of it. I think now people are so tuned into themselves and so tuned into making themselves successful and happy and all around like a fulfilled human that I think a lot of the other stuff takes a backseat now, which is totally fine. And to be honest with you, I think sending an 18-year-old fucking 1,500 miles away to a school where they don't know anybody and expect them to succeed from day one, I think that's a fucking joke. It's it's a culture shock to some kids. It's a too. fucking joke, dude. Do you, I, I was I ready to like leave Michigan and like do my own thing for a little bit? Absolutely. Was I ready at eighteen? Absolutely not, dude. Not even fucking close. How I made you- so many bad decisions that like I don't regret because like I am where I am right now. Like I honestly like I'm super happy, but like I look back and I'm like ah, I could be happier right now. <laughs> like how how much of like a front did like I don't know Q if you went to like out of state or out of city like miles away but like uh, yeah for you guys okay for you guys then how much like when you sat there and had your grad party and everything like everybody's like oh you're going to like ball state or you know key wherever you went um <laughs> but <laughs> uh, i love you did a lot of research into this before you started <laughs> sorry buddy. whatever you, 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 school you went to q you're like this close to getting a wikipedia page yeah. so give so, us some time but like how like how like excited did you show you guys like to your family that you're like oh I'm ready to go I'm ready to go but like deep down you're kind of like oh fuck like I'll let you answer leaving. this first. Um, so I was one of those kids who went 1,500 miles away, went to California, in Kansas, right. and I am going the opposite way that Billy's going here. I was fucking excited. I could not wait to get out and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like I showed that, and I was I I, I couldn't wait. Like I couldn't wait to get away from my friends 
for my family and just figure shit out. But I got to do it in a very organized way. I, I wasn't probably like Rico, who was just kind of went to a school <coughs> to figure some things out or anybody else that went away. I went there for a purpose for with a baseball team that was yeah, organized. It's way different. Like I, I, I had shit to do. I had a coach tell me what to do. I had teammates to rely on that were also away from home. It was an entirely different dynamic for me because I was in a sport with a team of 32 other people that weren't at home either. So, Q basically had a job the minute he got to college. Right, right, right. Like, I had and a sense that, of that's the difference. Like just going to, go ahead. Like walking on the team at ball, like was way different than like you're going there for a scholarship. There was nothing expected of me. Absolutely right. nothing. I didn't travel to games. You know, I just like threw bullpen and like tried to work my way up. And then the coach was a fucking piece of shit. But um, like literally, like recognize he's one of the coaches that started the steroid. Conspiracy, like not conspiracy, oh, yeah. like it happened. He like helped with it, but oh. um, I agree. Like I agree with you, Q. I I was in at the time such a toxic toxic situation for myself that I like knew that leaving was just going to turn me into a way better person, and it did. Like I left, and I like found like myself, or like found found things I didn't like about myself, but like found things I liked about myself, but I was like chastising myself for those things. And like, I was so, I was so excited, but I had no, I didn't have what you like had, like, I didn't have, I didn't have the regimen. Like, I think if I would have done, if I would have done like the, just fucking take like a scholarship somewhere route, I, I think I would have done better a hundred percent, a hundred percent. While Q I, was still yeah. free, he's he still had expectations. So, right. com- so right. coming from a different perspective, like you guys both went away to school. I at, even at the time of my graduation party was, I knew where I wanted to go, and my parents were telling me, "No, you're not going that far." Really? Yeah, dude. And so coming from the different side of it dude. is what like I was I was full blown like I was pissed, and I brought this up last wellness week. I was pissed that whole summer that my parents weren't letting me go and i held out at even signing you know enrolling at my local, local was community college? college it was a unc school uh ut uti school universal technical institute mm. it was to get into it was to get into you know working on race cars fix those like with, tra- with cranberry juice yeah right so but like i wanted to go to Asheville, north carolina that was where the school that for what i wanted to and they, study. they wanted you to go there too they wanted me to go there too, yeah. yeah. And so, my parents kept telling me ever since the recruiter came, they're like, "You're not ready to go. You're not ready to go." And I had worked for two summers in Nashville at my uncle's place, so I was like, "I've already been away from you guys for, you know, six hours away for two summer, two whole yeah. summers. Like, I can do this. This is this is no issue." Now, looking back on it, they were one hundred percent right. And if the, the opportunity was open, you'd think like you'd fucking crush it now. Now, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes, now, yes. Back then, I would have completely fucked the whole thing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's different when you're by yourself. Go ahead. See, and like I, my route right out of high school, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. And that was work on aircraft. But I found out real quick that was not my calling because I only had a summer off. Yeah, and then I went right back to school. I it felt like it was going right back to high school. It was Monday through Friday, fucking six to two, and it was just it was like it was fun at first. I was learning shit, but at the same time, like I started to learn real quick that I was kind of like, yeah, I can do this, but at the same time, like the the paperwork, the stuff that we were doing in the class, and I was just kind of like, this is this is not for me, and I ended up dropping out. I dropped out of college. Do you, do you think that, like, I'm not saying that I have discipline now, like I possess the ability to be disciplined sometimes, <laughs> but I net didn't have any of that at 18. I, do you think like, if you were to go back to college right now and know that you didn't have to financially worry about it, do you think you would crush those next four years? I'm going to say no. And it also answers what Sherry Ann just asked. Um, I just simply wasn't mature or responsible enough to go away yeah. to do something. Like I I wouldn't have had the the ability to set myself to a schedule without some sort of family member being there saying without you have to be there at this time. Without some Well, but going to school and passing is 
for a lot of people at 18 20, through 24 is accountability enough. You know, passing school is yeah. enough accountability. For me, it wasn't. Like, even in high school, I had no desire to go except for I had to go. So, at, at 18 years old, it, I wouldn't have gone to class. Mm-hmm. If I had a job, not- I probably would have done everything I could to get out of work. Yeah. You know, when I'm especially when I was away from home, you know, it just I had I had I won't say zero accountability, but I had very very minimal accountability yeah. for myself. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to respectfully disagree with you entirely and here's why. I believe in the bird method where you got to push them out of the nest to see if they'll fly. And dude, the only way to figure out if you're accountable enough is to literally survive without any resources and force yourself to make a plan. Like yeah. that's how you become accountable. You do it just by fucking doing it. I know yep. you're saying you probably didn't have the responsibility. You'd learn to, or you wouldn't have food. No, you're right. You, you're you're one hundred. Like, like, and that's that's just that's just the way that I that I see the world. Like if you you just need to jump into it to try. It. That's why people love staying in their same hometown, growing up and never moving. That's fine. If you want to live that life, more power to you. I was the complete polar opposite. I've always wanted to see every aspect of every angle of every situation and learn every different culture I possibly could. So I went as far as way as I possibly could. Was I responsible at eighteen? Absolutely fucking not. No shot. But doing that and getting away from everything taught me the skills I needed to to become the person I am now by myself at 18. No, so I think I think you, you don't probably don't give yourself enough credit, but you definitely could have learned. You may be right. I, I'm just saying it took me till I was. I mean, hell, I went to I went to like I said a community college that that then you know the next semester, the fall semester, and. You know, if my mom wasn't on my ass to go to class, there was zero shot of me going. I mean, do you do you think that it's it's partially because you know that she was going to get on your ass no matter what? Yeah, but if I was in Asheville, North Carolina, if she's calling me every day saying, "Did you go to class?" I'm gonna lie. I will my tell. Ass. I will tell or, you now that like the only reason I wake up for an alarm at all is because I went away to school. I wake I up for my alarm yeah, the minute it goes off. The minute it goes off, I'm up and I'm up. But see what I, I learned also, about me. Hold is, on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Get. I I also think the reason that you wouldn't go to class unless your mom got on your ass was because you had a safety net there and you knew you had a safety net and your parents lean on it. If yeah. you're out there by yourself, you're gonna get up and you're gonna get, get shit done because you have no one there to to fall back on. You have nobody else. Oh, if something fucks up or I don't go to class, it's fine. I, I'm still my parents will take care of me. Whatever. So like, it you're by yourself. You have to do it. You have to survive. No, yeah, and, so you're, I, and you're yeah. and you're right. You're probably right, and that's probably why it took me so long to move out of my parents' house. I mean, shit, I was twenty-seven, Dude, I was so twenty-eight. I'm so ready. I, see, here, here's my thing with me is like I'm terrified of change. That's why I stay in jobs way longer than I should. That's why I took so long to move out of my parents' house. It's it, it's the reason for a lot of things in my life, and it's something I'm working on. I think I'm getting better at, but it still plays a role and. But but the the in my mind I was so like when I went and worked with my uncle in Nashville for those two summers in high school it was I wanted to impress my uncle so I made sure I was up before him even if I would even if we were out late I was up before him I did everything to impress him. Well, yeah, you had yeah because that's worth you're you're now agreeing with us about the safety net because you knew your uncle was going to get on your ass. <laughs> Or was going to call your mom and be your mom and dad be exactly. like, hey, he's being a fucking piece of shit. Exactly. Of bitch, exactly. Fuck up out of bed. And, and while I think that helped me in a lot of ways, it didn't set me completely straight. Because well, I was, no, I think I was, doing, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Because Dude, of the sound, safety net. From what it sounds work. like to me, the reasons you're, you went to class or you went to work in Nashville was for other people's motivations, not your own. I think if you're literally out there by yourself, you find your own motivation yeah. and what you're passionate about, and you find your own way to get yourself going. You're 100% right, and I still live my life like that, though, to the state. And yeah. even being on my own, I put other people before myself. Well, it's not even that. Like, you just, like, you, you find motivation. You need to find yourself motivation. Like, I'm not, I'm not a therapist. I'm telling you what to do. This is just my outlook on this conversation. You have to find a way to find your own motivation to do things, and, and you can't rely on other people's opinions to do that. No, you're right. You're I'll, right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Like my my like recent real estate business, like could it have been way better? <laughs> yep. But like I had no why anymore. 
Like I was just in like, to be honest with you, it's going to sound crazy because everybody else tells me I'm crazy to think like this, but money is not a motivator for me. Not at all. Like it's not really one for me either. If I, if I have enough money, but if I have a set amount of money, but I'm able to do everything I want to do at all times, like that's all that it fucking matters. Like that's what money is to me is like have enough of it so that I can do whatever I want still. Like I don't give a fuck about the money. So when everybody's I, yeah. like, you could be making so much money right now. I don't care. I'm not happy. Like that, that was my thing. And so I'm like, finally, like not going to completely, you know, find my way out of it, but I've like realized that I have a why now. And like, I have to fucking get after it. Like I have to find something that I know I'm good at, may not enjoy, but know that I'm going to fucking kill it, make a little bit of money so that I can still keep doing whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I think of it the same way for me because for me, my motivation is my family. My family is not close to me at all. I have to have money to see my family. So I don't give a fuck about the money I make. I care about spending as much time as I humanly possibly can with these people. And if I have to make a shit, mon- shit ton of money to do that, I'm going to work my ass off to get that money and get that opportunity to go see my family. Hardest worker in the room. Right yeah. There. So like, yeah, I... I- yeah, family is a big thing for me. Friends are a big thing for me. I have a very, you guys all know, I have a very small group of friends. And Billy, you're, you're kind of the same way with me. They're not that small. I mean, no. Billy's kind of wide. <laughs> Matt's super, or Dan's super tall. But, like, you know, I grew up in an environment where my parents let me kind of do my own thing, get into trouble. You know, I, I didn't really have a whole lot of restrictions and and just... The the only time, and, and and I think when it started to mess with me was in high school. You know, like they started threatening, you can't do this if you don't hit this grade mark. You can't do that. You can't do that if you don't get this stuff done at home. Like it was like, not that I didn't do stuff at home, but like it was it was. I went from having like not a whole lot of punishment if I didn't do stuff the right way, or if I didn't do stuff to all of a sudden it was everything's done if you don't do this. And, and I think what happened with that was it took away any confidence I had. And that's something I struggle with today. I have zero confidence in myself in a lot of areas of my life. My mom did the same thing with marijuana. She said, if I caught you with that shit, I'm taking out of all sports. Dude, my fucking parents did this shit too. We had drug tests at my school though. It was a private school and they did. I mean, I did did too. They did hair follicle tests. No, they, they, piss f- tests. No, they didn't. No way. No, yes, really? they did. No. Don't you, dude, yes, that's fucking awful. That's so damaging. What happened was there's like somebody in our grade was talking about marijuana, the Jane, the Puka. Good, good. Somebody was talking about it. And one of the fucking prissy fucks behind us, her parents were lawyers. So her lawyers went to the fucking principal because she said she overheard somebody talking about Mary Jane, the devil's lettuce. It's going to consume me. It's rape for madness. And then they, they fucking privately funded a campaign to get drug tests for the school. And they did it. And they did the most expensive one fucking hair tests. Ooh. Dude, hair tests go back a while. Is it like six months? Is it six months? I thought mm-hmm. it went back years. Six so months. No weed. Years, years depending on the drug. Did you know that if you do enough uh, fucking acid, it like sits in your spine, and if you like crack your back, you can like go through oh, yeah. the nitrate. Yeah. W. Dude, that's fucking can I get, sick. Can, can we get back to the question so we can move on? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's six thirty. <laughs> or seven thirty. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, what do you think about expectations? Like, fuck them. Oh, and I was just saying, like, the ages of stuff. That was the question. Yeah, right? go ahead with the ages of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, growing up, get out of college at, what, 21, 22, family by 25, career by 28, and then you have at least a litter of children by 30. That's what I thought. Oh, now, it took me until I was later half of college um, how fucked up and wrong the way our parents were brought up really was. Mm-hmm. They, you have to find your loved one at 18 out of high school or college, make babies and live a life and work a job. You don't care, but you got to work your ass off in this life. You're not going to get what you want. What a crock of shit. I I believe Gary V is out there and a lot of shit he believes. But one of the things he believes is if you're 32 and you haven't figured it out yet, guess what? You're still fucking young. And people look at 30 as being old. Like we have still have so much fucking time. Gary Vee didn't make his first million dollars. So I think it was like late thirties or forties or something like that. Um, 
but he didn't start figuring shit out until until like later half of his 30s and the fact that people believe you have to have a certain amount of kids your job in your 20s you're we're personally i'm in my later half of my 20s i'm 26 i'm still trying to figure everything out in my life i have so many things i want to pursue and do and people are just i don't want to say they're rushing into it because to each his own in this world if you want to have kids early and do that thing if, if your dream on this life on this planet is to have a family raise them and be around your kids god bless you i hope nothing but the best for you but for me i want to experience fucking everything on this planet that it has to offer so I'm going to take my time doing so. And if I have to make a shit ton of money in my 20s or sacrifice a lot of my 20s to make a shit ton of money in my 30s to be able to do that and then have a family, guess what? That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Billy. I want to thank you so much for touching on that, Q, because that whole like a thing priest. of saying that, oh, well, I'm 30 years old now. I'm, I'm old. I'm an old person. My body doesn't work anymore. No, well, motherfucker. I mean, it, it, it does it, and doesn't. If you, you smoke weed and drink, Rico. Well, okay. <laughs> if you sit around and do absolutely jack shit with your life, you're going to feel like an old person. I don't give a fuck. My thing is, I'm 31 years old. All right. I still play hockey. I still get out and do shit. I go out and I have fun. Does it suck when I wake up hungover in the morning? Yeah, it's a little worse than when I was younger. But at the same time, though, if you're sitting there saying that you're old by 31 or 30, whatever the case may be, I can't imagine what it's going to sound like when you're fucking 50 years old. Tell me about it. Bitching for no fucking reason. Yep. I'm really People start bitching in their 30s and it never stops the rest of their life. Because it's like, why, like... Billy, you can look at me life. when you say this. You don't have to look <laughs> away. You can just look at, at me when I'm you say at this. You as well. Okay. I'm, I'm not calling you out. No, it feels like it. No, but I'm, I feel I'm like calling it. out everybody who fucking <laughs> says that. Because it's it's <laughs> bullshit. You don't need to fucking sit there and be like, "Oh, I feel fucking old." No, you're not old. You you feel old because you tell yourself you're old. I feel old because I got knocked around for fucking fifteen years. Shit. Of my life. I got my ass kicked on an ice rink. Think I feel old? I, yeah, I, I got I got flipped years. upside down. So did I on purpose. So did I <laughs> <laughs> to like make money, and I didn't fact, do it. The fact of the matter is, it's. It's we sit there and it's like you said, Q, we have these expectations of having all this and I'm with you. I would rather still right now. Like, does it suck that I don't have a girlfriend and I'm not, I don't have kids? Kind of. But at the same time, I still get to experience life. I get to have fun. Do I go out and travel like some of these influencers? No, I don't go to fucking Greece. I don't go to Japan. I don't go over to fucking America because a America and B, you know. Money's a thing, and right now we just can't do that with you know inflation. Fact of the matter is, um, inflation—that's what it is. Yeah, get it, buddy. Jerk that off. <laughs> anyway, just scratching his leg. It looked like he was jerking He's off. Getting it. It. it did for a minute. Um, <laughs> but I the neck gro- vein. When I when I was growing up, you know, I like I said, when I got out of high school, I went right back to college. And I expected myself to have my dream job, you know, in two years. I expected to be making all this fucking money. I expected to be doing all this fucking shit. Yeah, 100%. And I'm not. Yeah. And I'm sitting here in an apartment. I'm not in a house. I'm fucking working in a factory for, you know, fucking scraps. It's not fun. But I'm doing the best that I can and pushing myself even farther because I know I have barriers that I can break. So at 31 years old, there's still a lot in front of you. There's still a lot to fucking do. And never, it's just never settle for less. Just keep going. That's what it is. Well, and I think a lot of this comes back to, I think, I think, Rich, I think you said it last week was, you know, um, you know, our parents. Our parents are a generation behind. They're, they're raising no, us Q for their, this. or maybe it was Q. Yeah, Ra- they're raising you for essentially like their generation. You know, their generation. Yeah, a lot of them were married, had kids, had a house by twenty four years old. Never cried. You, know, you look at our generation. It's most of us are single or not married till thirty. Entitled. Pussies. Don't you don't always a lot of a lot of our generation doesn't have kids with the person they're going to marry. They have kids with someone else. Pussies. Like it, it's it's more. We, we've established our own way, and we, sometimes we hold ourselves back to our parents, how, how they wanted us to be, and then we feel like shit about it. I know I do, at least, sometimes. Question for the group. Yeah. 
Let's hear it. What What do you think is the most outdated view on society that we currently have? Like what? Like what's either a topic or a way of living life that's the most outdated and you think is totally bullshit? Men need to be head of the house. Agree with that, dude. Fucking feminist as fuck, dude. I like that's a good response. I just like, dude, Kim is always going to make more money than me. It just depends on how hard I decide to work in a month, you know what I mean? Like, but she's just a nurse, like, she's just gonna make a shit ton of money, and like, I'm gonna have to get over it because she wants to be a travel nurse and she'll be making like 30 grand a month. Like, so I, I'll have to get over it, which is fine. I'll stay at home with the kids and make podcasts that don't make any money with my friends. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Like if that's if that's what it comes down to, just because like that's how life is working out, that's fine. I have learned I have learned that like whatever life throws at you, just roll with it and just make sure, like Billy said, do the best shit you're doing. Well, okay. Answer Q's question. What's the most outdated view of society? For me, it's the family by your mid twenties. You know, have your wife, have a have a couple of kids, have the white picket fence. Like it, it, the American dreams move past that. We're beyond that now. Yeah, fucking old racist America. It's got to be a white picket fence. Why the fuck they do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would say the I had uh, a joke and I can't see it on camera. <laughs> um, I would say the whole you got to wait until you retire to have your real fun. Why not have yeah, one while bullshit. you're still working? Yeah, you can have orgies at twenty seven all you want. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, you, you can li- you can live in Florida before then too. It's crazy yeah. upside down pineapple. I, I sit there and I watch all these fucking people that are my <laughs> age traveling and shit. And while I'm jealous as fuck of them going to like the places I named earlier, Greece and Ireland and all that shit, why can't I be doing that? Why do I got to work my ass off in a fucking factory and slave away, fucking? Sitting by a machine watching it all fucking day for 10 hours. Why can't I be traveling? Because you're a world? fucking ginger. <laughs> you don't deserve anything. <laughs> you soulless fuck. Yeah, you're goddamn right. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole notion of save your money, work hard, and then for 15 years you'll have the time of your life. Yeah. Fuck you. No, I want to have the time Dude, of my the life. Dude, the French got it right. Working. The French. Has anybody seen Emily in Paris? Nope. Nope. Never even heard of it. I've seen Kanye West and Jay Z in Paris. <laughs> Different. So Paris. two of them together. What would you call them? What were you saying? <laughs> Jay Z in in. Uh, no, before uh, that, you said something about something. So Emily in Paris was that Emily in Paris. So if she wasn't there, but it was Jay Z and Kanye, what do you think they would say? Hey, you know, pronoun. We're in Paris. What what hey, word? Hey, bros, we're in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so and Emily in Paris. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, within the first three episodes, which are the three episodes I watched um, total, uh, I'm lying. I watched the whole first season. Um, but uh, this French lady says, "You Americans work, uh, live to work. Us French work to live. So they're only making money so they can go do whatever the fuck they want." Yep. And a lot of, of American society, I mean, even if, like, I do say, like, money isn't a motivator for me, like, it is kind of, like, it's, like, just lower down on the scale. But, like, I grind my ass off. And, like, I'll look at it and be like, oh, I haven't had a day off in, like, three weeks, dude. It's like, oh, shit, my bad. Like, sorry, self. But That rolls right into my outdated thing. Go ahead. The nine to five. Nine to five is so fucking outdated Monday to Friday. And it's, and it's, it's ingrained in us so hard that it even has our school and academic system following that trait of doing five days a week in school from whether it's whatever time you start seven 38 to three to four, whatever they're trying to prepare you for what your work life is going to be like, which is all horse shit. All of it. All these. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I was just going to say, because the way that, like you said, our society works is if you don't have money, you can't live here. You, yeah. you will not survive in this country. You have to make money. Mm-hmm. The only way to do it is to work for a company 40 hours a week in order to sustain your living, which is a crock of shit. So, it is, I, I am so angry that that is engraved within myself since I was so young, kindergarten, till now. And it took me until I was in the full workforce to realize that this life right here is a crock of shit, and it's all because of the people that run this bitch. 
they decide everything for the people. All these fucking baby baby boomers were, especially Republican, like Republican baby boomers, were really worried about the the um, antidote. That's not what it's called. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon lately. Vaccine. Vaccine. they're all worried about this vaccine and the government implanting us with something that this is more QAnon, but implanting us with something that can like, like get us to follow whatever they want us to do, bro. You went to school from nine to five and then now work a nine to five fucking job. Like, dude, this gut, this country has like programmed you for so long. And now that it's different. You think they're trying to... Now they're just reprogramming us, which is totally fine because whatever was happening before is fucking horseshit. I would love to sit in this fucking neon stupid outfit and talk about nonsense for an hour and a half a day. I would do it daily. I have a theory in regards to why boomers hate Zoomers so much. It's because Zoomers figured out how to live life better than they did or more efficiently and now they're mad about it and they regret everything and they're resentful. Yeah. Dude, if I have to... Every time somebody, I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, I like complain like, oh yeah, I played like flag football last night and dude, my knee is just like on fire today. And they're like, how old are you? Oh, you're 29. Oh God, to be 29. Every time they say that sentence to be however old the fu- they that. fucking say in my head, I'm like, that's an unhappy human being. You no, absolutely you have regrets. Like. The fact that you have any regret, like more than three regrets, I feel like it means that you have some unresolved issues and you need to go fucking get some help, which is another thing, outdated thing. You can help yourself. Your family is all you need. Sometimes you need fucking professional help, dude. You do. And it's okay. Let go. You don't have to talk about it. You're not a vegan. You don't have to talk about it constantly, you know? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Fucking vegan. What? (laughs) No, You're not like, doing CrossFit. Who cares? You, know? that, that, I had that you can cross fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Kenny. Um, no, I had that happen. Fuck. When I stepped back on the ice two years ago and somebody was like, well, why the fuck are you so sore? Uh, motherfucker, I haven't been on the ice like yeah. in like five years before this. I'm also fat and out of shape. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? I was just going to step on there and be Wayne Gretzky? No. Dude, the first like part of the year where you're able to like really work on your lawn like cut it whip it edge it you know what i mean like it like yeah a bit then <laughs> so cut it weed it and uh, edge it where it's like it it's not just like and you know two hours cutting the grass right you wake up the next day and you're like why do my shins hurt the fuck happened? or like why are my forearms a little sore it's like it's like that first like yeah. movement. You finally have made that movement the first time, and then you're never sore after that. Nope. It's like you the first if like you took a couple weeks off of baseball, and that first like long toss session, you wake up in the morning, and if you did nice, you feel it a little bit, like you're a little sore. Ride. Oh yeah, and it's like it's hard to like scrub your hair in the shower. You kind of cramp up a little bit. Like nope. you're gonna feel it. But hell yeah, I, I I'm just really annoyed with old people, man. They're just so sad all the time, and they always want to put off other people. I like, did over it. Sure suck did. my left wing. Sure I don't care less about your shitty life and your shitty family. It doesn't give a fuck about what you're doing right now. Don't put that on me, Boomer. It's not my fucking fault. Move on with your life. Yeah. About to Jesus end. But I was going to say, Cheryl's been awfully quiet since we started getting on old. Cheryl, you can kick his ass. I don't, like, <laughs> kick him square in the dick. He deserves every he deserves every square inch of that foot right into his genitalia. He's not even paying attention right now, so it's okay. And three, you know how they are. They get two, distracted easily. One. Uh, who, who is they? Old people. What do you mean they? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think that's the show. <laughs> yeah, on that note. What did on you that think I was going to say? I don't know. I'm tired. I'm really hungry. Hi. Um, but uh, we're gonna end it. But before we do, we have an announcement. Because of, um, because of the holiday on Monday. <coughs> oh fuck! Is I don't that, have a beer. Is, is that why I I open my fucking mouth and this happens? You guys, no, we've only got one Hang beer on. left in the fridge. Guess you're sharing it. I defended you, Cheryl. They're all pieces of shit. I want you. To I know didn't that. say anything, Cheryl. 
I also don't have anything to shotgun. I just have this beer. I'll finish it, though. I love you, Cheryl. Oh. Don't forget when I said that people say 30 is old as a crock of shit. You're young as fuck. Don't forget that part of the show. But yeah. Love you. Don't, don't forget that, Cheryl. Cheryl, am I allowed to talk about your recent um, uh, sale? Well, about <gasps> to be sale? What? My I don't know anything phone. about this. No, no, I don't think anybody does except for the I people. I think Cheryl likes you more than me, and I'm the people a little bit jealous about it. You should be. Cheryl and I don't talk as much as we used to, but we used to talk every single day. Now we just talk when we need to bitch about people. <laughs> oh, I do the same thing with her. It's the yeah. best. Yep. And Which, it's about all three of you. I hate all of you, but Cheryl has those facts. That's fine. I really hate your Prego spaghetti arms. <laughs> Just kidding. Body positivity. No, leave them out. Leave them out. Leave them out. Yikes. Leave skinny them out. arms. Some, some chicks are into disgustingly skinny dudes. Um, so, <laughs> just kidding. Body positivity. Wellness week. Um, but, uh, all right. So, because of the holiday on Monday, uh, we are not going to do a live show next Wednesday. Okay? Uh, we will... Excuse me? <laughs> Are you going live on Wednesday? Are you streaming on Wednesday? Oh, no. I was just saying that word for some reason. It felt like I needed to be said. Okay. Pussy. <laughs> Say it in my fucking face, bro. <laughs> I feel like that's how I'm dressed right now. <laughs> From 1992, um, that guy saying that. Yeah. Say it to my fucking face. Um, you need to go do a jazzercise exercise. I'm going to go lead a, uh, I wanted to say polio, but um, what's the thing where you're on the board and you like pull the, pull the wires close Pilates. Thank you. You look like you're going to be in a bulls documentary. I look like the guy who wears all the American stuff from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. You look like, you look like the dollar store version of Steve Kerr Kerr when he was on the nineties bulls teams. You look like you're going to recreate Space Jam, but in an awfully white way. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Crampton, the White Compton. Um, So let's uh, let's let's well this week, everyone. Um, So, yeah, we won't be doing a live show next Wednesday, but don't fret. You will still be able to see video uh, because we are debuting the YouTube with. An episode. Yeah. So we're going to be doing an episode. You'll have it on Spotify. You'll have it on wherever you listen to, uh, listen to because you're not fully committed to watching us live, which I completely don't understand. Um, but uh, cute. Stop with the pussy talk. <laughs> um, but uh, we we will be posting a the episode live onto, onto YouTube, so you'll still be able to see it. The it YouTube. is a gonna be an intense episode um it's a really fucking good fuck it i'll tell you what it is q we're not actually gonna be intense though go on tupperware um (laughs) say it again tupperware no 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 no. say it again tupperware the the first syllable fuck wrong (laughs) (laughs) um but um I'll, I'll just tell you what it is. So next next week, the video that you will see is us creating scenarios. So we Horrible. have created scenarios for each other, um, and we are going to read them out loud and tell you what we would do in said scenario. Not only that, we are also going to be guessing who wrote the scenarios. So it's a little bit of a game uh, as well. And then we'll have a segment too. Q, go ahead. Uh, Billy... We asked today how many write, and we all clearly delegated to just write two, two. piece. Billy went on to say that he wrote eight. The only so, time he's ever overachieved in his life. Yeah. Listen, I fucking dude. I have some shit. really good ones, and I, I, I really do think you're gonna guess it was me right away. <laughs> right. I like mine too. I'm a big fan of mine as well, dude. One of mine is kind of like oh shit. <laughs> And then the other one is like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Completely two different oh, shits. They're all um, alarming. I love that. Yeah, Cheryl said they're yeah. all alarming. So that's what you'll see on YouTube. Um, every episode from then on uh, will be going on YouTube. Um, Owner. I think that... 
in the next uh, few months, you will see us make a transition over to YouTube. Maybe we're going trans. Tra- <laughs> we are transitioning. You can start calling us Caitlin. Um, but uh, owner. Oh, did you guys hear that uh, Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell are kind of yeah. in a box? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that they're going to allow Adrian Peterson to pick his own stick? R. Kelly got 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say some more things that are really, really risque. Um, Bush did 9-11. That's true, though. That's a given. <laughs> Epstein did kill himself. I'm on the other side Ooh, of that. Yeah, and Rico will be dead by the time the next show airs, so <laughs> can't say that. Say it to my fucking face, bro! Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Alright. D- D- DJ? Spin that shit. Here we go now. But I got you, got to give it to you, yeah. you do a little and you do